Welcome to our first podcast, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I am Nicola Ware. And I am Bonin Dosi. Welcome. And we are the No BS Esti Bestie estheticians who have come together to answer everybody's questions. Excited, excited. So let's tell our listeners a little bit about us, a little bit more about it. Um, how did we meet, where we are, how we are in this place here today. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so how did we meet? I remember meeting you on the very first day of esthetician school. It was, it was like right in the office, brand spanking new. I think we were like picking up our, like doing forms and our new uniforms and all of that sort of thing. Oh my God, and we were the in, white scrubs. Yeah, the white scrubs. And I can remember just meeting you and knowing straight away that we were going to be friends. You know, when you meet that person and energetically you just click. Yeah. And I felt it. And yeah, it came true. I mean, we've been friends ever since. Absolutely. It was the same for me. Even though the first meeting, I felt like you were so much more organized and I felt like, oh my God, who am I and why am I, my uniform is folded into my bag while yours is so ironed and like really, you know, hanged. And it was just like so organized where I was like, oh my God. Um, but definitely energy wise was like, yeah. Isn't it funny how you see yourself so differently than the world sees you? Because I felt that about you. Really? Like you had With this... With my folded clothes. No, but... in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> it was all wrinkled afterwards. Yeah, but you have... You've, you've got that energy of being super together. And, I mean, you fast-tracked in the program. And, you know, like... I don't know. I, I When you describe... What you just described about me, I felt about you. Which That's is probably so why... We connected it's a together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that was one of the things too. Did you always want to be an esthetician? No, I actually never thought about being an esthetician before. Um, it was when I was working for dermatologists that I loved seeing the difference in everybody's skin. And I remember having a conversation with one of my colleagues then, and um, I was like, oh my God, I would love to do this, but I don't have a college degree. And she was like, oh, you don't need a college degree to be an esthetician. And right away, I was like, Google, here I come. Yeah. You know, how can I become an esthetician? What do I need? What schools are around? And that was my um, beginning. And yeah. And then I researched all the schools and decided by luck to go to the same school as you. Yes. How about you? So, well, I didn't always want to necessarily be an esthetician, but I grew up, my mum's an esthetician in New Zealand, so I grew up around the beauty industry. But I was a care and protection social worker in New Zealand, and when I came here, I just felt like it was too much culture shock in New York, and I couldn't do that career. And I had acne myself for like a good 15 years. I only just started to come out of it in my 30s early 30s and so that was sort of my passion in real life and I spoke to my mum and she was like why don't you do it in New York and so I thought okay well, I might as well do it and it's ended up being like the best decision of my life because I can't believe like over 10 years later and I still love it. Oh my god yes I yeah. mean it's such a satisfying profession at least for me yeah it's just such a good profession. it's funny I 
I felt like, like I had walked away from social work, but ironically, I feel like the work that we do is, there's a component of social work because the connection and the relationships you have with people are so strong and intense, you know, going through that journey that there's a different element to it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, one of the reasons that, that I love this job is other than seeing the reaction of the clients when they first see their afters, yeah, which is amazing and mm -hmm. such a fulfilling uh, feeling. Other than that, I just feel like it's the connection that we have with our own clients. is It's a relationship. Yeah. It's a relationship that it's super important. And to build that, it's it's amazing with so many people i just love it i know i know i always joke with my clients that i feel like in the end that i'm more invested in their journey than they are like oh, i get more excited than absolutely. they do about the changes yeah which is amazing uh-huh yeah. uh -huh. and that's why they love you and that's why they're there which i that's amazing that's so good um so how did you open pacific touch nyc how did well, you become? You know why <laughs> I opened the Pacific Touch anyway. That's like when you can you remember? Everybody? Can you remember me in school? Oh like, God, yeah. If I could go back and do it all again, like I can't believe how naive I was. Like I've all I always knew I wanted to open up my own place. Yeah. I always I yeah. Do you remember when they asked us like what do you want to do? And of course you with your like um little folder <laughs> and like the nice pens and everything like that and you had them all placed nicely and you turned to the director of the school and you're like you were the first one to answer and you're like, I'm gonna open my own place. And he turned to me and he's like, How about you, Bonnie? I'm like, I'm gonna work for her because if everything she's gonna open her own place, so I'm just gonna No, be but knowing too. what you know now, can you like how ridiculous what like I can't even believe it. Like if I could go back, I'd wanna work for someone else and get an idea of things, but I jumped like straight in. And I remember too, I opened the week before in Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember. Like a typical like rookie mistake, not from here. Didn't even realize that everyone would be gone. Yeah, but that was, I don't know. I remember visiting the Omni Wellness where I would rent from now. And I was just going to rent a room for a day because I was managing the restaurant. Yeah. And I was gonna ease into it. And they said to me, if I rented four days, I could, decorate the place and so I was like super excited and walked out and I'd like rented the like full time and had zero clients opened on Thanksgiving I was so scared I'd made the biggest mistake of my life like the first few months it was so hard the beginning is hard but I look at you now but the beginning is hard doesn't matter what do you do i think it's just hard in the beginning and especially like when we started we both started with zero clients i know it's crazy when we think about it i know it's but it's amazing how far we've come though when did you decide to branch into specializing in, in acne um so not like you opened your own place right away. I didn't do that. I worked for dermatologists before I opened my own. So for years and working for a dermatologist, you really treat acne more than anything. Yeah. So you don't do, you know, the massage facials where we were taught at school or um, 
you know the long like relaxing you don't do none of that yeah you do acne and you do extractions and you do more of a medical facial yeah and even though i loved loved the medical portion of that i know i wanted a little bit more of comfort and relaxing but not necessarily like the massage portion of that more uh, relaxing ambiance and an area where they the clients could feel comfortable but still get that medical treatment yeah. of the acne and i think that's what pushed me to open my own um more than anything really because just treating acne i loved it and that's how i fell into it i fell really into it because i started working for dermatologists and that's how i chose or rather it chose me really i think that i remember reading somewhere that um that usually happens in your career path you have this vision of what you think things are going to be like and usually destiny will find you like it yeah. defines you and it ends up being because i know pacific touch is certainly not the business the business it is today is what i adore but it's not how i started and i'm the same like even though i had acne I didn't come into aesthetics thinking I was going to specialize in acne. It just because I had it, I could relate to my clients and they found me and it just became a thing. Um, and now when I look at it, it's sort of a good 95% of what I do. So it's ended up being like a natural specialty. So Nikki, um, having had acne for yourself and ha now that you are an acne specialist, what would you say one of the biggest misconceptions about acne is? I think one of the biggest misconceptions that I think prevails to this day in acne treatments is that acne is the actual problem. Like people look at the breakout as the thing that needs to be cured, healed, or dealt with, rather than looking at acne as a message that your body is sending. And um, a big part of the work that I do with clients is trying to um, encourage them to look at seeing the acne condition as their body trying to tell them that something is out of balance. And it can be something as simple as, you know, they're using the wrong product. It doesn't mean that it's like deep, but, you know, um, delving deeper is what I get the most uh, joy out of sort of with my clients like going into. Um, so that for me is something that I'm always feeling like I'm up against is that, you know, mainstream in general is always looking at acne as the problem, like get the acne, attack the acne, rather than sort of asking the question why, like why is my skin breaking out in the first place? Yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. I mean, that would be one of them. One of the biggest misconceptions that I experienced in my career so far is probably um, acne skin doesn't need moisture. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. one of the biggest things <laughs> I have to explain over and over again that mm -hmm. our skin needs balance yep. and it needs to be moisturized and the acne prone skin is oily yeah not necessarily that it doesn't need moisturizer and it's yeah the, put in the acne prone skin in balance it's huge hydration is huge 
And it's funny, I mean, we were talking about it this morning when we were yeah. talking about another case. Yeah. And I do understand when I had acne when I was young, the first thing I did was pull away from moisturizer because you think when your skin is really distressed, and especially if you're oily, I mean, you can have acne and have a dehydrated skin, but you want to pull away from all of the moisture. And I know it's the first thing that a lot of people do because they think it's what's breaking them out. Yeah. And then it just like plummets them into even more distress and of the skin course. just reacts. But yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And then having to pull away from moisture and not apply moisturizers, actually your skin thinks that you are um, lacking. Mm -hmm. And of course, which you are, but it produces more oil. Yep. And it does actually the opposite of what people think that it is. Uh -huh. And that is, I think, one of the one of the biggest things because there's a lot of misconception about acne and we'll delve into it i mean that's little, that's you a know? big reason why we're doing the podcast yeah. right yeah. we want to be able to sort of like help people with it a lot of the questions that will come through are the same questions that we get asked in the treatment room all the time and i mean i don't know about you but i see it a lot just even in mainstream sort of when i'm scrolling through instagram like misinformation and different things that are being touted as being helpful for acne skin that aren't so i'm excited to be able to help people yeah. that was actually one of the biggest things that pushed us to do this because we were talking about it and we're like you well know, you pushed <laughs> us to do this i did yeah <laughs> um but we wanted to just start something that will give a channel to all of our clients as well as reach a little bit wider view you know audience really yeah. um of acne prone skin people you know that they are out there and they're all over so if you know one would have a question then we can answer for them in any way you know that we can here. yeah so. i think that's a perfect ending point really for this first thing right that we want people to send in their questions yeah. and we're super excited to be able to give our point of view and share our knowledge and just join forces and do this and help yeah. people join our journey of our new podcast no bs st besties awesome. until next time <laughs>